Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 182. I'm Sean, and joined with me after an off week, off road, Andy. Yeah, we had a uh, in our August vacation scheduled. We, it seemed like uh, we were off. It, we went dark, but we give we gave you a digitally remastered from the Tony Steak Vault. I remember my first Zima episode seven. So if you didn't uh, check that out, go give it a shot. It's awful audio carter's on the show that's how old it is i mean episode seven we're at 182 so it could be worse you know what i actually think the audio on that one because these were recorded on a phone we just yeah, put a, fo- a I cell was phone thinking about that I, they weren't microphones at the time it was one no phone. and it was those my iphone seven i think those sound better than those microphones in a lot of cases apple because those microphones was that were like interfering with each other there were some bad ones though yeah whenever we'd have a guest like tommy would come on it yeah. would be really quiet and then I'd feel like shit because like, oh, fuck, we had a guest and it sounds like crap. <laughs> we don't have an audio engineer. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at this well, in I'm, real time I'm and Andy back. looks at it later. I'm going back through some of these trying to fix a little bit of that stuff. But uh, again, it's just not going to be. If it's and coming in bad, it's look not. Look for a couple Easter eggs. There may or may not be some Windows sound bites mixed yeah. in with the audio. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. This is our sports podcast. Uh, hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh we don't have Tony today, and uh, we have a lot on the entertainment side. Sports, there's not much going on other than a lot of playoffs. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot going on, but, you know, not anything specific you want to really nail down, so. Yeah, playoffs, I mean, it's, I'm enjoying this. It's slowing down, which is kind of sad. Um, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's, it's kind of exhausting. We've had two days, two games every day for three weeks straight or something it seems like yeah. but before you know it it's over this has been the best olympics of my life yeah uh that uh the eastern conference will probably be over um or at least the, the, the semifinals will be over within a couple of days um let, let me just talk about that right now miami is uh probably gonna wrap up that series against milwaukee yeah, uh-huh. and you they've know held a steady lead all game right now, but so it's currently seventy three to sixty seven. Just starting the fourth. Uh, question to you: Is Giannis leaving? I mean, he's no. not even bothering of coming back to play. I get his ankles tweaked, but it just shows you. It's like he's like, "Fuck you guys! You guys all suck! I'm doing everything! I'm out of here!" Uh, I think mega for, team for coming one, to <laughs> Seattle. For one, uh, and part of it, the blame is on him for this uh, this series. So. Yeah, if you are not paying attention, uh, Miami won the first three games of the series. Kind of surprising because Milwaukee was the number one team all year long. Um, and now people are starting to really question, is that team built for a title? Last year, everyone said, oh, they're young. Yeah. This year, Giannis you, 25. You almost never win uh, the first time you're good. Um, but then the Warriors did that. So, you know, there are always counterexamples. But uh, I think a good um, comparison to this would be uh, Shaq and Kobe. Do you remember those those days of Carl Malone just fuck them over and and it would be like they got to fire Del Harris. You remember that back in the day? I mean, not a whole lot. We were how old were we at this point eight, in time? Yeah, exactly. Nine. So not a lot. Also, if it's not a good moment, why would I even look back on it? I, I'm just saying that the you know after the Lakers they got Shaq and Kobe in the same year, but Kobe was you know 18. He was um, just a kid. They really struggled. I think the first three years of the playoffs they were swept. Um, well, everyone saw he had all those air balls. Yeah, there's that famous, yeah, that that game. Um, 
But then, you know, they, they, they were able to put it all together, get some different veterans. They got Glenn Rice and Rick Fox. And Loved. That kind of stuff. And Glenn Rice on whatever Nintendo 64 video game there was, the NBC Sports or something. He wore those glasses and he yeah. hit threes. But I think uh, for the Bucks, it seems like they kind of did make those moves. They added Robin Lopez and uh, Kyle Korver and some, like some other just old guys. It's like, oh, these are these are the people that'll help you win at the at the margins here. Yeah, but have and they been utilizing either of those? I've seen them both play a combined maybe six minutes. They, they've played, but granted, I haven't yeah. watched every minute of the game. So I, I think I think it's the issue here is, you know, you actually look at that roster top to bottom, and it's, they've got guys who can play, but they're not. Their second star is someone who I don't know if everyone really is all that confident in him with Chris Middleton. Um, he's been he yeah. was good the last game. Yeah, he looked. Uh, he had a couple um, of clutch threes. And then you got like Brook Lopez, which is like he's inconsistent. What do you expect out of Brook Lopez? If he throws in six threes, that's a great game. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't know. And then Bledsoe, probably their fourth best player there. And again, not he's not a good enough shooter to really like make you respect that part of the game. And I don't know. There, it's it's disappointing. But I don't know that Giannis has a an option to go somewhere that's going to be better right away. There's yeah. all this like, oh, we can go to Dallas. Dallas would have to maneuver something uh, to get enough room to to get him. I don't like him going to Dallas. I mean, you, you, they have to get rid of uh, Porzingis. Yes, and then I, I just he's already uh, uh, Luka Doncic is already halfway to being a big. It's like yeah. Uh, and, and any place that could make a move to sign him in free agency, that would probably be a worse situation. Where could he, he go now. where there would be a dominant guard where the two of them could just have a back and forth similar to Kobe and Shaq? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I think, what he needs. I don't know a team that would be able to have, like, I don't know, say like the, the Wizards. What if they could find something that would just dump everyone but Bradley Beal and then they start over with those two? But that's not how you build a team is two players. We saw with the Miami Heat when they had those three star players. They didn't win the title that first year because they had nothing around them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I don't know where Giannis could go that could fit him in and they would be a good enough team right away. That would actually be a better situation than Milwaukee. But. Speaking of this series in Miami, where is Hero from again? Kentucky. Kentucky. He has been my favorite out there to watch, just the way he's running off of picks and shooting those threes. It's like old-school Redick days. It brings me back to when I was playing. And I feel like you don't see a whole lot of that anymore. Nowadays, it's just different. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's his, his the role The running off and... of the picks and creating space, I love that game. He's far more, like, edgy than J.J. ever was. Even though J.J. was hated, it was like he was like the prep school kid that people hated. Yeah. Where, like, Heroes kind of seems like, well, that guy's a badass. This guy looked like the dad would beat him up. Or yeah. Like, throw, like, a Pabst beer at him. <laughs> like, you missed your three, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a definitely a different look. Um, but uh, at the end of last game, he got hot. He hit two or three clutch threes back to back. I think it was two. Uh, it was like this is this is why playoffs are awesome. So I've been enjoying that series. I can't say I want either of them to win, but what I do want is a drawn out series so that they don't have a week off before they play their next round. I don't want them to rest because I don't want either of them to win it at the end of the day. If both Eastern Conference um, matchups finish. Um, around the same time, I think they'll just start right away, like they've oh, already yeah. done. 
But where is the Celtic game at? That's 3-2. So Celtics can close it out tomorrow. That's true. Um, yeah, I guess it's because it was yesterday or the day prior that they could have closed it out when they lost. Yeah, that would have so. been a bigger gap. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to go on with, with that series. Boston should have gone up 3-0. I haven't watched any of that one. Uh, it hasn't been entertaining. Boston kind of controlled those first two games. I think I've I've turned it on, and, then, and yeah, it was kind of a blowout, so yeah. I just flipped it but off. Then, so Toronto in game three, um, you know, Daniel Tice got a, a game-winning dunk for Boston. It seemed like a game-winning dunk. Half a second left. Uh, Toronto gets the miracle play, hits a three at the buzzer. Derek Fisher move. Yeah, win, wins, wins the game by one, keeps them alive, and then they win game four pretty easily and it's like this is a series again two two but then boston completely destroyed them in game five i don't know what to expect that series it seems like boston has played better overall and throughout these five games and they should be the the favorites here that they have just such good defensive talent all around that team without hayward it means marcus smart's playing more and he's kind of not fun to watch but he's effective they're playing like this because uh this friday is patriot day that's the Mark Wahlberg thing? Yeah. But I think because September 11th, they okay. call it Patriot Day. I noticed that oh, on Mark the Mark Wahlberg, noted he, 9-11 hero. Yeah. I mean, it was all fictional, but or not fictional. Is it a 9-11 movie? No, I mean, not, it's not fictional. I mean, it was a made-up fantasy. You don't know the story about Mark Wahlberg? No. That he said he would have stopped the hijackers if he was on the plane? By beating them up? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> and people were like, come on, that's fucked up to say that. Uh, but he said it. I know people that would have said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy. Uh, but yeah, Patriots Day is the Boston Marathon movie. Yeah. And so Celtics, Patriot Day. Also, That's New cool. England Patriots will play football this week, too. Kind of crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah. Stay tuned for more of that but later. They typically do. Yeah. Basketball's typically not playing right now. Yeah. Very strange. It is uh it is awkward that there's going to be four the, all four major sports will be having games at the same time. It's it's exhausting for me. For you, I mean, yeah. I'll probably watch a little bit of football because my girlfriend likes it. But I typically like I there's been years where I haven't even gone or like watched the Super Bowl. Like yeah. I don't what's it for? I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the parties are sometimes fun. Not going to have them this year. Probably not. I mean, that's February. <laughs> Who knows? February just happened. <laughs> yeah. A lot it's of October, is... Andy. Basically. It feels like October outside. Been like orange all day. But the air quality is good. Doesn't make any sense. No, I, I like it. I like what... It feels kind of like a fall day Well, already. minus the fact that it was 115 yeah. yesterday, two days ago. Uh, but this is not a weather podcast. Yeah, should we go over no. to the West Coast, the coast that the teams are better at? Well, that's debatable. We'll, mm, we'll see. Not. Um, yeah, Clippers, Denver, they've already played three games. Clippers destroyed Denver game one and looked as good as, you know, that team has all looked all season. It made me proud. And it made me proud. Also just like happy for you. Yes. Because we know how the Clippers perform for you a lot of the times. And I just felt, I was like, oh, I bet Andy's happy. He probably cracked a celebratory beer. I didn't, mm. but... Um, did I have a beer then? I don't remember days anymore. Yeah. Who, who, right, something happened. knows when that was. But, uh, it was fun to watch and it kind of, it's like validating like, okay, this is the team they're supposed to be all year long. 
Um, but every time that happens, and, and they do this in the middle of games as well, it's like they're setting you up for disappointment. Because game two, then they just... I don't know. They didn't try. I, I was late turning game two on. By the time I turned it on, they were already down like 18, I think, and right mm-hmm. early in the fourth, the first quarter. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, what are they doing? And then they they won the rest of the game after that point. Just playing catch up though the whole time. Yeah, and they got they got as close as five and you know couldn't come back all the way. Um and then game three was somewhat similar in that they just didn't look good most of the game. Had a few runs. Every time they'd make a run though, then Denver would push it back out to like seven or eight. Um but in the end they closed they closed the game out. They played great defense in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, they played great defense on Jamal Murray the whole the whole game, and I don't know. I don't know what to expect. This seems to be when they are properly motivated and want to, you know, play hard. That they're the best. That their their defense can really you know give people problems. But yeah, I'll I'll say this, and I was kind of mentioning it before we hit record. So Zubats, he's a good giant player. If he was six foot six, wouldn't be in the NBA. He wouldn't even be in America. Um, oh, I should tell you one of the things I said yesterday. Oh, let's hear it. So, you know, you get irrational, you get angry. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but the first two opponents the Clippers have faced, their best player has been from Eastern Europe. There's a lot of Eastern Europeans in the league these days. Yeah, but it's those are like the two best. So point them out. That's just in case. They... So uh, Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic. And uh, they... They both have some similarities, and they're way different players. And Doncic is one of my favorite players right now. I think yeah. he's so exceptional to watch. His craft is so old school, hybrid fusion with new school that it's just entertaining. Uh, his step back, unlike Harden's, doesn't piss me off. So that's the thing. He 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 takes a lot from uh, James Harden, including the uh, "I'm gonna put my body into you and then move backwards and make it look like a foul." Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very good at that. And now uh, Jokic has uh, decided to audition his new his new moves. Um, they remind me a lot of Marc Gasol, actually. He he was the master mm. at that move. Yeah. Of I'm a good high post passer, throw it to me, and then I'll just turn my shoulder in, take two dribbles into your body, and then fling my head back, and it'll look like oh you bumped me. See, and I can't stand that. And I even yelled at the TV last night because it's like you fucker, fuck you. You are two 270-pound guys, and yeah. his thumb hit him, and he f- almost flopped over. I don't believe it. Yeah. So uh, that was one of the disappointing things was Zubach was in foul trouble the whole game. Mm-hmm. A lot of Denver fans uh, had to point out that, like, well, he didn't shoot any free throws. But, like, hey, the rules of the NBA are if the foul happens on the floor and not shooting, you don't get free throws. So that's not really a good argument. Mm-hmm. So uh, fuck all you guys who have said that. Who was saying uh, that? Read the rule book. It was on the internet. Harden read the rule book. Yeah. Um, Harden, Harden's very good at getting fouled in the act of shooting, even though he never had an intention of shooting. Yeah, he'll he's be like, dribbling. I was trying to shoot. <laughs> he'll be dribbling off an inbound on the other side of the court and then throw up some yeah. wild three. So Jokic just got to put that part uh, into his game that he doesn't have there. But uh, I did yell. Um, I was very upset. I, I, got, I got mad at uh, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> I said, why do you have to be such a shitty... Uh, leader and made the Soviet Union collapse because if you were better at your job, none of these assholes ever would have made it to America. Oh, so. wow. Jesus, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to get that for the uh, best of 2020 <laughs> podcast. 
You're blaming Stalin because of these guys coming to the NBA. If you'd done a better job, there still would be a Soviet Union. There still be would be a Yugoslavia. They'd be playing and, on the moon in their yeah. uh, Stalin league. Wouldn't be playing in my NBA. <laughs> but so what I was gonna say is. Zubats, he's good. There's no doubt about it. He's a solid big in an NBA that doesn't respect or need bigs anymore. Where he runs into trouble is the Joker, Jokic, is Magic Johnson out there. He's got the the finesse. He can use his body, his size, and he has that extra talent who can play like he's six foot ten, but he can still move. And how tall is Jokic? I think he's a full seven foot. Maybe that's seven what I foot thought. One. So, I mean, this is a mismatch and a half for him. Zubac can't. I mean, he. I saw him trying to guard him, and he doesn't want to you know, go out to the three to guard him because he doesn't want to get blown past. But it's like you just gave up nine points within you know thirty nine seconds because of that. What I yeah. like is the matchup with uh, Montrez, who is a little more quick. Uh, he's going to get burned in the post, but I'd rather get burned in the post than let him get hot from three. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few things there. Jokic is not a consistent three-point shooter at all. He's not, but he got hot three of them in a row. And he's, he's been good in this series so far. Um, so I think it's still a better defensive strategy to not go all the way out on him. Uh, I think it also mattered that, you know, Zubac was in foul trouble and didn't want to. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, having played... That's not good for any person who's guarding someone who's draining threes and they're in foul trouble, so they're not supposed to be going out on them. Yeah. I saw how frustrated he was, and I totally understood where he was coming from, having played compl- uh, you know, way outmatched with tall guys from modern day when I was a freshman. Yeah, but uh, I think it's still their best, their best shot. He's really underrated in that he just doesn't, he just helps you win. He doesn't do anything to... I liked his and one dunk. I thought that was yeah. exceptional. Got like popped in the eye. Yeah. So I have to thank Joseph Stalin for him, I guess. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, that's another discouraging thing. You said I'd like to see Trez make him pay on the other end. He just hasn't he just hasn't had it since coming back. Um him or Lou Williams, there's no magic left to that that duo. Uh not yet. I I don't think it's gone. I think it just they if, have if it to. comes if it comes back, then they really are dangerous. Well, you know, he's had magic, especially the last game. PG thirteen, holy crap! Yeah, I think this he was is exciting a, to watch. What was it, five of seven from three or some shit? I think so. That's I think, insane. I think uh, the the Nuggets have wings that can guard him, but they don't have wings that can guard him and Kawhi. No, at the same time, when they're both playing so. at their highest level, that's they're taking yeah. the the trophy. But I mean, can all of them step up? They the two of them can't do it on their their own. So you really need a, a full game from everyone yeah and they've got they've got marcus morris who sometimes shows up that's he's nice. been looking pretty decent yeah. good little ad but uh they said they haven't got what they expected out of lou and trez i don't i think it's just i don't know what it is i I was expecting at one point they would win win a game for them you know something where neither of the stars are really playing all that well but then they go on a run with that second team it just it's just not happening so far but the, i guess there's more playoffs to go they're they're winning yeah. series two one, so they're the favorite to advance, um, and then face whoever's going to win this Lakers Houston matchup, which is uh, going to tip off actually in a minute now. Now probably in like twenty minutes. Yeah. Every game is yeah, starting at twenty minutes. In. They say six o'clock, and then it's not. Uh, that game has been a little frustrating. Um, 
it's exciting to see LeBron shift gears, but then also like you just see a lot of stupid shit out there. Um, I'm trying to remember the last I watched the whole Laker game. When did they? Would they play Friday? When did they play? Saturday. Saturday. So yeah, I watched it, and um, and it's just frustrating watching Harden out. There. I know they played Friday and Sunday. Ah, the holiday kind of holiday days. screwed everything up. I yes. so that was Sunday it night. Was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's but it felt right. like a Saturday because you didn't have to go to work the next day. So. Yeah, Saturday I had a sushi lesson, which, which I'll oh, get yeah. into uh, on the entertainment pod. Make sure you uh, check that out. That's right. So yeah, they played Sunday. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're getting everything from Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but I still f- just feel like Kuzma's not doing shit. Well, if you uh, listen to uh, what James Harden said, he was he was 100% correct. He said, and why they lost the game. He's like, well, we let their lesser players do stuff on us, basically. Uh, Markeith Morris mm-hmm. had a big game. Yeah, that's confusing, too. Every team has a Morris brother yeah. on it. And then It's like the holidays. Even I think Kuzma hit a couple shots. Um, I don't think they're ever going to get 18 a game out of Kuzma no. again. I think it's it's over. He's so far closer to the rest of the, the team than to the two stars. It's not like It's not even close to a big three. It is... LeBron and Anthony Davis, maybe the two best players in the playoffs right now, and the rest of the shit. And, and yeah. you include Rondo there now. Is Rondo's back. and He does some good stuff. Some I just, I, I don't know. I think he's out. How old is he? 34. That's it. But with his hands, he's about he's, 30 to 7 Yeah, and he's half. seen some shit. He's... Um, I don't know. He, he accounts for a good, like, plus 1.5% to the team. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't move the needle a whole lot, but it's not generally not bad uh, to see him out there danny green needs to step up and hit a couple more threes um he's been a big disappointment i would say um that you would think they'd rather have morris mm-hmm. so i know that those were at the end of the uh the off season there the lakers had some more money to go and it was like who are the big free agents left and those two were there and i don't know if they it was a choice between them but i know they ended up with danny green um and Marcus Morris took a big payday to go to New York for a year and uh, found his way on a title contender still. It was a, it was a great play by that guy. Mm-hmm. I think he got paid $20 million knowing that there's a good chance the team would be shitty and we would trade him to someone good. Hot dog. Um, but you would think they'd rather have Marcus Morris right now. But D- Danny Green's certainly capable. Yeah, he just needs to get going. What I, I hope to hear like here on the next game, which is starting in a few minutes, is that all of these guys have just been shooting the whole time. Since the last game. Um, I mean, you know LeBron, you know Anthony Davis are doing that. you got to imagine they're forcing everyone else into doing that. You just need them to hit more shots. That's all it is. A little more defense. I like that they seem to be picking up their uh, free throw percentages. Yeah. Remember when Walton was coaching, I feel like he was like, fuck a free throw. Yeah, well, it's a bad sign when you had Lonzo Ball on your team and then LeBron who's never been consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, they were sheer shit. At free throws, and that's such an easy way to win a game. They're free throws. Yeah. Dad always told me that they're free. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you earn them. Well, no one's guarding yeah. them. But that, that series is one-one. Lakers lost the first, but then we're much better in the second. Houston is a scary team, though, because if you remember that, uh, was at the start of the second half. There, they were went from down sixteen to up by two in like yeah. a span of four minutes. Mm-hmm. Because they went six for six from three, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's they're they're always going to have someone open from three, um, 
you just hope it's Russell Westbrook. Well, yeah, they always can't make they shoot what seventy threes a game. That uh, might be the best play. You no, know, I wanted to look up a stat, and maybe you know where you can find this. You're the stat man. What player shoots the most field goals in a season or in a game? And then what team shoots the most? Just three pointers, or you could do any? three pointers, but then just in general field goals. So it'd be like highest pace team. Yeah, you think I it'd be them? I think so. And they they certainly take the most threes. Yeah. Uh, maybe even the most free throws the way Harden plays. No, I think they're definitely number one in free throws. So um, they're either number one or number two. The Clippers are up there as well. I, I did a brief because that, that's search a and well, I it's, it's find a big it. it's a big controversy is that they're last in free throws in the playoffs. Who's this? The Rockets. Oh, the Rockets are. Despite being like this is the James Harden team, they shoot a lot of free throws. Not not this uh, postseason, but I don't know. Harden's Harden's been different. He's yeah, it seems like he's kind of in a little funk at times. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I was in a funk when I was watching the last game of the last series, that wacky two last two minutes or whatever it was. I must yeah. have missed a score because I was looking. I was like, oh, Oklahoma's going to win. They're up a point. And my girlfriend walks out. She's like, I'm confused. Isn't the, aren't the Rockets the Houston team? I was like, yeah. She's like, they're winning. I was like, oh my, I, yeah. I wasn't looking at the score. It was just in my head. It got me jacked up. I was like, what are they I, doing? I, they could have won. I, I can't remember if they were winning a, for like a second or something. I think they must have because I, I could have they sworn were. they were up a point. But it was a strange thing where, you know, they had that last shot and then the Harden blocked the guy. Which, ugh. And then he tried to throw it off him, which is like if he actually just let the block go out of bounds, they had tons of time left. Uh-huh. That I thought basically that guy shouldn't have taken that shot. He should up have pump fake, fake. Yeah. of the year because Harden was. And then committed. you put him on a poster on an up fake. Yeah, um, which you don't get many posters. Bad decision that. by that rookie, but he had been good all game. Yeah, but then he did. Yeah, he tried to jump up and save it, but he was bailed out by him already being out of bounds. And then the refs had to replay it. It, it was, was a great job by the refs. They got they got it all right at the end. Yeah. And then there was that crazy shit with Chris Paul getting fouled. But they'd call the timeout. But then he's like, "No, I was already fouled before the timeout." Yeah, it was schoolyard bullshit. But it was like, why? Why are they? There's there's another play where it's like they had to tell the refs what the rule was. Like Chris Paul's like, "Look, if I was fouled before the timeout, then it's the foul counts." And they're like, "That sounds right. We'll go check yeah, on it." That's good. For, we'll take that. But then they ended up missing the free throw. And then I uh, saw some people who said, "Oh, that's karma for Chris Paul, always trying to do this shit." And it's like, no, nah, he was in the right. He's trying to get his team a point. I don't know. But, yeah, there was, there was a play like two minutes before where Steven Adams uh, saved it. Yeah. Oh, that was a great steal. And um, But because he saved it, they made possession and the shot clock reset. Uh. And Or no, that wasn't the shot clock. Because, he's, because he had a control, when he threw it back into the backcourt, I mean, it was a backcourt violation. Uh-huh. But, like, it, they didn't call it at first. And D'Antoni, like, had a freak out. He'd be like, look – if he controls it, then that's a backcourt. And the refs like got together and like, oh, yeah, he's right. <laughs> All these we refs forgot. just like, hmm, you need to convince us of what we're going to do. Yeah. It's like going before the court and the yeah. judge is like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'll have that. Uh, but I don't know. I uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Lakers versus Clippers next round. That seems that way. I Which think it's what the world wanted. From- has that ever, they've never <laughs> ever happened? They've never played together. Um, they've been in the playoffs together a few times. They were in the second. They were both in the second round. The last time that happened was 2012, and they both lost in the second round. So, 
So I look forward to that. Um, I I don't know how stressful it will be or if it will be less stressful. That If the Clippers were to lose to the Lakers, from a basketball standpoint, it would be less like upsetting because it's like they're good. But from a fan standpoint, every piece of shit is never going to let you live I'm going to see so many goddamn flags everywhere. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the shit about... Um, you know, these people should leave L.A. And I hate seeing that stuff like, why is anyone a Clippers fan? Like, I don't know, but I am. So don't tell me I'm not real. I'm a Clippers <laughs> fan, too, but I'm torn because I can watch the Clippers on TV anytime I want. I can never watch the Lakers unless it's like one magical game uh, during <laughs> the week and then playoffs. So the more of that goes by, I also got to play at Staples Center on the Clippers court. Oh, yeah. Uh, the more of that, the and less. Steve Ballmer is way cooler than the Bus family. I got very close to Steve Ballmer, and uh, family friends. My girlfriend's family is friends with one of his uh, security guards, so I haven't met that guy. Yeah, and he took us to the third row right behind them. So, I am a Clippers fan. Fuck anyone who has beef. They live in the same goddamn city. Why do you have to hate one and like the other? It's like a high school rivalry or some shit. Like, yeah, what are you? Seven? I think it's like. Does it make you feel better that the Clippers were bad? Like, what is it? It's like it was comfort to Lakers fans that the Clippers were never a threat. Hmm. I was like, why does it matter? And now you got the Kings to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to get hate mail, so that's fine. I still root for the Lakers first. But the Clippers are just... Let's just put it in, like, freeway terms. Lakers are going 55. Clippers are going 60. They're slowly catching up. Uh, but again, that's going to be my battle. Like I'm going to have to go see a therapist about this game. Like who do I want to win? I'll be torn. Think about the Morris family. It's going to be rough. That's yeah. Although Marcus Morris may miss some time. His, if you've seen his wife is super pregnant Mm. and he said he will Mm. um, leave. They'll, they'll both leave the bubble to, uh, you know, have their baby. So, wow. He made a commitment. That's what my dad would have said. Yeah. You're not missing the game. So, I mean, they allowed the families in in there. That's kind yeah. Of cool. You're seeing them cheering, yeah. and I believe the coaches are now allowed to have people there because before they're like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you there was some controversy about like the Nuggets coach said that's kind of bullshit that we're not allowed to bring someone. Okay, in. Okay, but then Jimmy Butler said, "My family's not coming. This is a business trip." Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler's coming out ahead. How much coffee do you think he's? Yeah, he's twenty bucks. <laughs> that's the only reason they're they're still in the playoffs. He's like, I gotta I gotta make more sales, guys. Uh, Pretty good. I mean, none of those guys care. I mean, the coffee's probably not that good at the Disney Hotel, right? It comes in a Mickey Mouse wow. mug. Mickey Mouse is going to slap you in the face for saying that now. I don't your, know. Your pass has been revoked. <laughs> it, it already expired, I think. Uh, okay, uh, any other basketball talk? No, there's a lot. We've covered it all. No. Uh, anything else to mention? Football's starting uh, this weekend. Um, anything like that? Um, for, for baseball, the only thing I want to say, it's nothing's changed all that much. Uh, the Dodgers are still dominant. The Padres made a fuck ton of moves at the trade deadline. Um, they really are going all in. They want to. Uh, I mean, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. They might be the second best team in the NL. And whenever we get to these playoffs, it's going to be strange. A three game first round. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But it's uh, kind of crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't know if this is going to end up being a good thing or bad thing with this weird baseball season. I honestly thought they were going to conclude after that marlins hiccup yeah uh it's also strange that they're just going to be like almost ignored i guess it's a good thing that their their playoffs will probably start 
as the NBA playoffs are over. And so there's but like right now, like who who no one's paying attention. With football season starting right now and basketball and hockey in the playoffs, it's mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't think there's much room hockey's for, still going on? Yeah, so hockey's oh. in the conference finals right now. I thought that wrapped up. I thought the Stanley Cup finals were like three weeks ago. <laughs> I have nope, not been nope. paying attention at all. So they're in the conference finals. Uh Vegas and Dallas in the West. And then New York Islanders and Tampa Bay in the East. Um, it's kind of nice. It's not like teams that have won it a bunch lately. It's not you know Bruins and Blackhawks. It'd be kind of cool to see um, Some fresh, Vegas. Uh, fresh skates out there. Yeah. New York Islanders haven't won since 1983. And that just seems like it. It seems – there's something cool about the New York Islanders in that they're, they're, they don't play in like Madison Square Garden. They play in Long Island. They did play in Brooklyn a bit. And they're like, this sucks. Let's go back to Long Island. That they're that they're really like very much a local team. I think that's cool. Pretty good. So that'd be nice to see them win it. And they're also like a seven seed, I think. Gotta love that. Disney yeah. will make a movie about them in a couple yeah, of years. Definitely. Well, anything else to add? Football. It's it's here. We had real college football games last weekend. That seems wrong. This week, all the big conferences are starting play, so I think you're going to get a Clemson game and shit like that. It's It doesn't seem real to me because the, the Pac-12 and Big Ten said no, that it's like, this can't be a real thing if not all the teams are playing. But I don't know. In, in the South, that's their whole life. Mm-hmm. Like They would uh, all move to South America or something. I don't know <laughs> if you don't let them play college football. Yeah. Oh, they'll secede. Yeah, but pro football is also starting this week. We've got the Chiefs and Texans on Thursday. Um, I again, I don't know. That's the Tony is. Uh, I guess he's missing because he's doing fantasy football. Yeah, that's the uh, the, the cover story here. So uh, he's he's uh, competing for a, a crown, a championship. It's very important. Yeah. Um, it it seems surreal to me that it's like, oh yeah, there's real fantasy football that's going to happen. Because there's been no preseason, it's just like, yep, oh, season starts. Like, I don't know. I haven't done any research on who's good. Um, we haven't done a football preview at all. We usually would do the over-unders. Just nothing, none of that. It's like, I'm not ready for it, especially because basketball's taking up so much of my yeah. mind right now. It's usually dead zone, and now it's it's a heavy time, basketball. Yeah. So I don't even know. Like, I'll watch, I'm, I'll watch it, but I'm not, like, that invested in this season. Um, I'm more interested to see how it functions. So funny story, uh, a colleague of mine has a job walk at the new stadium down in L.A. Uh, yeah. I don't know later, but that's got to be an exciting thing to go see. I've seen it on the news. Yeah, we'll get our first game Sunday night. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are in town here in Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Uh, very weird that they're opening the stadium without anyone in it. Also, I do believe some football stadiums will have fans. Yeah, I thought like some are operating at like fifteen or twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, which I'd like to see that. That'll just be a weird sight to see. I don't uh, get, and maybe they are. And I think I've said this: Why aren't baseball t- games and football games games that aren't being played in a bubble allowing or doing some sort of a lottery for local fans where? You know, the first 2,000 people or you know whatever the number is of fans are allowed to have in, just win tickets. And then there's a lottery for like 
10, 5,000 more people or give all of them away. And uh, if it's that big a deal, don't even sell food. Tell these fuckers, hey, you can bring like a snack. If you get drunk, like you're gone, you'll never be allowed back in our uh, place again. But just do that. I mean, just chalk it up as a total loss, write it off, get a, a, a bailout from the feds, and then have your fans love you versus, oh, you know, 15,000 of you guys can buy tickets, but due to the cost of supply and demand, cost of this Turbo Man dog just went up. So you're saying you think that they should just offer the same prices? No, I think they should give away Oh, give them for tickets. free. Yeah. Okay. I, the thing with baseball, they, this was very last minute to get this whole thing started. They didn't have time to try to plan out, like, well, how many fans could you have? Also, they didn't know what the situation would be like anywhere. Or, like you said, yeah, who's going to operate the stadiums? It'll be different. In, but I'm saying for football especially, any place that's already allowed to have fans, obviously Los Angeles, probably not till 2029 will they allow yeah. people to congregate again. Um, but in Kentucky, where this doesn't exist in their heads. There's no football team in Kentucky either. Okay, right? shut up, Andy. I just think that'd be a nice gesture. They're not going to make money off of 10,000 fans when their stadium holds 50. Do you know who owns NFL teams? The richest white people on the planet. Yeah. So exactly. What do they care? Oh, that's all they care about. Is but I'm saying... They why, take, why do rich assholes want to keep being rich assholes? But they're not going to say a rich, asshole. rich assholes if they only sell 5,000 seats. Every little bit. I guess. I don't know. They don't want to squeeze as much as they can out of it. But couldn't they go to their accountant and say... Do something. Make this come back tenfold for me. I don't know. I, I just, know. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Well, who do you have winning the AFC East? Andy, come on. I don't even know who's in that. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have like a real preview. I don't just, I'm, it's going to happen and we'll talk about it. Well, I mean, Tony and I will, will watch games. I don't know what to think of anything. Tom Brady is 92 years old and is still playing. Um, Drew Brees is 91 and still playing. There are, And then apart. also, yeah, um, Roethlisberger and Rivers are in their early 80s and still playing. <laughs> yeah. It's it's insane. These people uh, were drafted, um, I think, the year my parents got married. And they're still <laughs> in the NFL. It's crazy. When don't most, uh, maybe different positions, but don't they usually kind of wash out after like five years? Yeah, but quarterbacks can go for a long time. But Roethlisberger? Yeah. How does he do it? I mean, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, modeled his competitiveness after Drew Brees. It's true. Um, I I don't I don't know how, and they are they just they're always predicted to be good still, where it's like Drew Brees that's who you want in fantasy and like really, like how is he not going to fall apart I don't I don't know, weird sport. I never got into any sort of fantasy, basketball, baseball, football teams. I mean I'm really into the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great film series. But well, we uh, we look forward to watching football unfold and seeing if they could stay healthy. Well, not in football. I mean, they, they might stay COVID-free. That's what I mean. And I mean, I don't think COVID would do anything to them anyway. If COVID affected, you know, ACLs, NFL would have Maybe to shut down. Maybe because, you know, Breeze and Brady are 90 years old. Could be detrimental to them. Uh, definitely high risk. Put them in a bubble. All right, well, anything else to add to our uh, sports pod? No. I mean, we'll have more next week. Yeah, it's been a solid one. Well, thank you for uh, tuning in and hit that subscribe and share with a friend again. And uh, last thing, I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road. Thank you, Joseph Stahl and Andy. Goodbye.